Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, our Division 2 Championship. Ugh, it's so crazy. Uh, I'm Alice Veo. We have Christian Humes over here, and we have a very special guest, uh, screenwriter and podcaster, Mr. John Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. It's good seeing you. Yeah, uh, great to be on here. I'm happy to... Uh, I guess figure out who's going to win this uh, big category here. It's a big yeah. category. Uh, so you, there's a lot of pressure on this one. So Yes. And it seems like there's also a couple of similar characters on the, <laughs> yeah, this category yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's going to be an interesting interesting day. Uh, if you're listening, if you've listened to the podcast, if you're listening now, you probably know what's going on. But just in case, we're on the hunt to find who the ultimate fictional character is. This is our Division Two championship. Uh, the four winners are facing off against each other to see who's the ultimate one who will go on to the final, final, final round. Well, and today's characters have all beaten four characters ahead of them. So yes. this is the second division. So we've already done this once before. So now we're halfway through the season, which mm-hmm. is incredible. And it's because we did that sort of launch week where we... Very quickly went through the whole first round. Yeah. But uh, we've now seen 32 characters, and half of those, these are the top four. Yeah. So we have Avatar Aang. Yep. Korra Avatar, Doctor Who, and Kevin McAllister, the top four of 16 characters all fighting out for the number one spot so that they will be the second seed. And whichever one of these characters wins today will go to the finals. Against Sailor Moon. Yeah, this, I others. guess the semifinals. But they'll yeah. fight against Sailor Moon. Yeah. I just want to say uh, justice for Bond um, on, from the last episode. <laughs> I feel like he got a, a short end of a stick. And I hope he makes an appearance again. I hope him. he makes an appearance too. I feel like he'll be added back in for yeah. the... Uh, he'll be, I think he'll be getting there's, another shot. There's a redemption round that occurs after this one. Uh, so listeners at home get the chance on Twitter in the following week to vote because we don't want to give away who lost. Uh, and those losers, whichever one gets voted in, we're going to do like a loser's bracket. I have a feeling James Bond is definitely going to at least win his vote and yeah. be put into the redemption round. Of all the people, I'll be shocked if that if it's not given. To I him. totally agree. Um, yeah. But today, guys, we got some we got some jump right into this. It's it's yeah. a lot of pressure on this it's one, guys. There's a lot. There's going to be on. some upsets. I know there is. So, but let's jump into our first matchup: the Avatar matchup, Korra versus Aang. Okay. Where do we even start? Right. I, I know where to start with this, which is so. Um, I think I think Cora has. A, I have to tell you, I think Cora has a giant lead on Ang just simply because she's an adult. Yep. Her story takes place over a much longer period of time, so she has way more character progression. Uh, you actually see her grow. You don't just hear about what happens to her in her past. And uh, Avatar Ang, I think I think there's one I love the Avatar franchise. Very quickly became one of my favorite franchises. But I think there's one glaring problem with the series, and that is when they made the first Avatar, they made the world really small. Like, this planet is tiny. Yeah. There's, like, a very small... Like, it should have actually been, like, one corner of the world, not (laughs) the whole world. Yeah. Because it's like the Earth Nation seems to cover, like, two-thirds of the landmass. Yeah. And... In Avatar's story, like they they cover the whole planet. So by the time they get to Korra, they had to do a lot of things to expand the world. You know, fast forwarding 60, 70 years. So they did that with technology. They did it with a spirit realm. And so like the journey she goes on as a character, because of the, I think, the limitations they put on the franchise in the first one. And, and this isn't saying like her story is necessarily better, but her, I feel like her journey is way greater than Avatar's, the Avatar mm-hmm. Aang. But wouldn't you say Korra's, what makes her such a special and almost better character in a lot of ways was because Aang set it up 
in a certain way. He's, his revolution and fixing the world created you know the world that we see that Korra ends up being in yeah Aang does establish a lot of that for sure man and you know and he I mean he had a disadvantage of being like frozen and like for such a long time you know like like Korra grew up she got to have I mean I guess Aang did too but Korra like didn't have that like she was she was able to like but Avatar Aang part of the only reason he had to save the planet from this is because he ran from his responsibilities as the avatar as a child and hid and then let the world fall into disarray for a hundred well years. his masters didn't really explain to him that well his responsibilities yeah. so i don't really blame him for running away he's only he was only a child yeah you know and i, I, I we saw avatar cora was a child she was kicking butt i will say that mm-hmm. that cora did ha- because of ang she had this expectation of that she had to like kind of step up to um but she, you know and on her journey like she's not ang uh, right. She's different. No. And I think people kept putting that pressure of her to be like Aang, to be like the Avatar, you know, be like him. Um, when she had eventually, you know, I mean, the whole time she had to have her own path, right? Uh, which is which I, I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I really like her journey too. Um, you know, and I think she she pushes through that struggle of having to live up to what people's expectations were, right? You know, both in the world and outside of that world too, like in our world, you know. Well, and I think. If you so, if you consider a couple of things here, like yeah, Avatar Ang set up this world, right? But in many ways, he was just another Avatar. Like so many of the former Avatars did have to deal with like a war that they had to quell. That was, that was sort of like the thing the Avatar was there to do, as far as balancing the planet. But she reconnected the world with the spirit realm. Yeah, she started an, crazy. an entire new lineage of avatars. It's the whole reason that they're not the same character, because otherwise you could very strongly argue like, okay, well, this should actually just be the avatar, and it's both characters. But because the avatar is more of a spiritual connection, it's not regeneration the same way Doctor Who is. They're not actually the same person. Mm-hmm. And then during her journey, she actually gets cut off from every previous avatar. So now she is the beginning of her own new lineage. Yeah. they yeah. really are separate. Holy people. crap! I totally forgot about that. That is a huge. That's the moment. whole reason why. That's a huge yeah, moment. That's the whole reason why they're separate characters. Yeah, like she is the beginning of a whole new journey of the next ten thousand years. Yeah, because that's how long the Avatar had been around. Whereas he was the final one. He like represented, in many ways, maybe like the perfect version of what the Avatar was supposed to do. And she was like the rebirth of the world. Like there's technology now. There's the spirit world. There. Uh, just the there's movies the collaboration Nuntuk. of yeah. yeah I mean like obviously she has the technology advantage right. and a more advanced world that she can which also gives her I think an added bending power too she can bend metal versus yeah well bending. Avatar and could have learned to bend metal yeah well like, I guess isn't Earth also count as metal right no <laughs> no that's how it works yeah. that's how that's it's um, like a form of earth bending yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah right. that's how it works like same with like blood bending like the water benders mm-hmm. uh it's just most of them don't do it because it's sort of like very dark and like yeah kind of messed up yeah it's really yeah. violating <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's just that's that's my thing here is i think avatar ang is amazing and they're i think both amazing it's it's so they're both a, incredible from within the world's cora probably has the edge just because she has all those things but then outside of the, like culturally yeah if you look at the shows yeah i would say Avatar: The Last Airbender is a more fundamentally important show. Yes, mm-hmm. and you know, Korra wouldn't really maybe have existed without. Him. Well, of course, because it's the sequel. Yeah. Yes. So that's why. So it's like she, 
he, she always has an IOU to sure, Aang sure, yeah, that's that true. Yeah, I that's certainly that true. <laughs> and and in particular, like she interacts with Aang's children; they are a big part of the series. So, like that is, you know, he he has an ongoing lineage and legacy that will follow him, even though he's no longer connected to the Avatar. His spirit has now gone. But if you consider those things, right? I think the whole reason Avatar Aang's story feels so much bigger than hers is because his story takes place over four seasons. And it's like a single six-month journey, whereas each one of her seasons is a totally separate arc. Yeah. Like, she has four arcs. And, like, there's literally between two seasons, she's in a coma for, like, three years. Yeah. Like, she's, like, knocked out. Like, time happens on that show. And her character progresses. She starts out. And actually, they have a very big difference between them. Avatar Aang was very much, uh, he was very spiritually connected, but he really struggled with earth bending and with like learning all the yeah, different powers yeah. and combining them and activating sort of that, uh, like using the abilities to his fullest. He didn't really want to have to fight, but he was very spiritually connected, whereas her journey was learning how to connect to the spirit world. From day one, she was just like shooting fireballs and like air bending and water. She was doing yeah, everything sports, man. from the start. Yeah, she yeah. was. She was an absolute beast, but her spirit realm was where, like, she struggled. Remember, like, she, yeah, she couldn't. She never. I don't think she ever talked to Avatar Aang. Uh, she just no. She I just she just saw flashbacks, right? She didn't actually see like, right how to communicate with him. Yeah, I think she only talked to Avatar uh, the the one before Aang. Yeah, she talked to like two of the other previous avatars, oh, but I don't think name? she I ever. About, was a, uh, I forgot his name. It's gonna drive me nuts. I know. It's like pop. Paolo? No. I don't know. I it, it's okay, though, because because <laughs> the point is, like, they're, they're very disassociated from each other. Because he would have been able to give her the exact guidance she needed because they, they were actually, yeah. like, foils for each other. She was very, like, power-based, and he was very spiritual-based. Uh, okay. Um, who has the better animal companion or companions? Oh, dang. I mean, he has the better, he has the better animal companion. Okay. Um, I think so, too. I like, I mean... <sighs> She has a much, she has a much bigger like guild. Like her fellowship is yeah way mm-hmm. bigger, more diverse, and better than his she was. She seems like the private school avatar, and he's like the I come from you know low beginnings, and I rose up. To but be he didn't though. Like he yeah. actually came from like an amazing airbending world, and he lost all that. Yeah, he kind of had the his into the wild moment where he ran away from it all and died, and then he got reborn. Yeah, um. I, you know, the thing for me that I felt though, like, and I think it's why I think Avatar Korra is a more original character is Avatar Aang was very much I think a standard like chosen one, standard protagonist, very shown in. He's yeah, very like a young like ten year old kid has yeah. to save the world sort of story, and then with her they're like. Oh, we're going to just skip like the physical journey of like a child learning how to like use their abilities and go up against like what seems like a greater force. And we're going to make this a personal journey for her instead. It's in, and she goes through like a lot, not only on like a political level yes. and like, you know, like yes. all the stuff that she has to deal with, like the avatar's position has changed as well. And like, it's very much political, you know, like it's, I mean, it kind of always has she been, deals she with deals a lot with more inequality, a lot more. And she goes through like the struggle of like who, you know, like she's bisexual, you know, like she, she. Right. Which they could have, like, I think leaned a little bit more into that. They like yeah. sort of like dropped it at the very end. Like, hey, yeah, here's this yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not like obviously a character sexuality. It's not a weakness. I don't really consider it a strength either. It's just something that they have. Yeah. No, but it is, it is, it is important 
for the character as far as uh, cultural relevancy because it gives a level of representation that we often don't see. Yeah, yeah, no. So the, that's that is definitely that's a point in, in the, some the, ways. Yeah, that's in that. It's a category. different bucket, though. Yes, not in the actual like, character bucket, though. No, not yeah. necessarily. Um, or within the show of the world yeah. and stuff. Because uh, it shouldn't matter otherwise as far as the character is concerned. No, unless like somehow that there's some bending involved. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there might be. Gender bending. Yeah. <laughs> there there might be some weird, weird like fun Avatar stuff that can happen. But um, <laughs> it actually was part of the character's personal journey. Because with Aang, there was some relationship stuff, which I always felt was strange. Because he was like 10 and like he was, you know, like the people he's traveling with were older than him by at least a few years. And it's like kids having romantic relationships is always kind of strange. Whereas she was an adult and she was having adult relationships with other people like her age. And yeah. it was actually a big point of her story was like allowing herself to open up to people and yeah. like to possibly be romantically involved and what that means for the avatar. It seems just that. overall Cora is the more maybe developed show more a little more adult show yes um, yeah more advanced like a, a lot of things are just like for an older audience whereas i mean yeah i think uh ang's story is very much for everyone uh not saying that chorus isn't but i think uh a little bit younger a little bit younger yeah. audience um, yeah i get a lot of pokemon animated series vibes with yes. Ash, yeah misty yes. and thing, you know brock for sure um yeah so it, it i guess it really depends on what the table's preferences are as far as do they like the original more maybe more basic or do they like the right. more developed advanced but it's kind of relies on the first one to exist well and, th- and that's why i guess you can't really necessarily Look call the, this on the franchise the show yeah like because the shows are equal they're both incredible okay i yeah. think i think if we just base it on opinion of well i like this one better it's that's not going to get us anywhere so we're probably going to need to start to talk about these characters in outside of avatar well also like in a f- straight up fight who do you think would win cora I think Avatar. I think Korra. I think Cora. She's got like the spirit. Like she's able. Like she's got like more. She's got just more yeah. stuff. To yeah. Me. She could also. And she just, was always a better bender. Yeah. You know, she was always had the better bending. She also was was way better at activating like her Avatar state. Like she yeah. could just hop into it. Yeah. Um, Ang really struggled with it because he didn't like the sort of uncontrollable power that it had. He was always afraid to hurt people. She will wreck you. I think she would. It would be a very close fight. I think yeah. it would be a very close fight. I think it would be. There's a lot of things to complicate there, and it's hard to talk about that. In but, um, I think she would edge him out. Yeah, it's like a. It's similar to a battle between a caterpillar and a butterfly. Whereas like Ang's the caterpillar is not developed yet, and then you know, yeah, yeah, she's got more tools. She's probably gonna yeah. win, but the caterpillar can mess you up if you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if like we also want to necessarily call a whole point on that either because there's, no, no, there's more things to it. But yeah. I, I don't know. The more I think about it, like even as someone who had perf- like. I would rather hang out with Cora. That's the I would, thing. Is I think we need to talk. about I think here. like like yeah, he Aang wasn't really good at the politics. He was kind of an annoying little kid. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. And that's that's the thing we need to really consider. It's like okay, I'm going to you know go grocery shopping. All right, would so, you rather go grocery shopping with? Yeah, I'm gonna go grocery shopping. Who would I rather go grocery shopping with? Um, probably Cora. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's responsible. Yeah. Not that he's irresponsible. Actually, he's he's very responsible and very thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, he's actually now that I think about it, she's just a better hangout though. Overall, yeah. she really is. Oh she, yeah. Um, I think really he would be like more Cora. fun at an arcade and some other like more maybe youth centric. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the Ren Fair. Probably, I would really enjoy. Oh, the know. Ren Fair. <laughs> 
we were already talking about a previous show at yeah. all. Yeah, the Ren Fair would be good with. I I I just man, this is a tough one. I'd but I'm like I, the more I, yeah, the more I I, I talk about it. I haven't seen the show in a few years and mm-hmm. like I forget like Cora is just such a great developed character. She's so rounded and like yeah. has so many I love flawed characters like that, you yep. know. I love that yeah. she's like not perfect. I she love that. She a lot. Yeah. She I even loses that, her powers for a while. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it's very very close, but I even though I do like the sh- uh, Avatar the Last Enderbender with Aang more. I like the show more, too. I like the show more. Yeah. As far as a character, Korra's kind of got the edge in a lot of categories. Yeah. She's yeah. a better character, I think, overall. I yeah. think so, too, man. It's like, if I were to... If we pair them out and we took the characters and put them in different worlds or in our world or in different scenarios, it's like, Aang is very good at being really thoughtful and really empathetic. And he's shown... He has political prowess in a way that sometimes Korra doesn't because mm-hmm. she is sometimes a little too logical and uh and that was sort of the journey she goes on her story was like at the beginning she's like no like people with powers are great what are you talking about and she doesn't think about she doesn't think about all the people that didn't have abilities at the beginning yeah but she reunites the world she helps with the inequality she gets everyone kind of to unite together um even with the spirit realm uh, uh, a part of the world that uh had become completely disconnected from yeah that planet I think I think that gives her just really a level of confidence that we never saw from Aang. I think these are two very powerful characters that unfortunately are just paired up against each other. That's that's what blew my mind because, like I said, this is all random and like, what are the freaking odds, (laughs) man? Matt on the episode goes, "Should I repull this?" And I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Well, because I got Korra." (laughs) (laughs) It's like, "Well, no, we can't, we can't, because then we'll then we would be doing what people might be worried is that then we'd be faking it." Yeah. If yeah. we decided, like, we can't have that. Oh, right? God. It's like, at some point or another, we're going to get those matchups. Oh, man. Yeah. I I'm I got to go Cora, man. I, yeah, yeah, I'm I going Cora. Yeah, well. I got to go Cora, too. Yeah. Just, okay. You know, just heart's desire. Just got to go that way. My God. <laughs> okay. Well, Aang will see you against James Bond. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But maybe. I feel like Aang still got a chance. Uh, yeah, he has he has he has a chance. Yeah. Uh, and if people, if people, and I'm sure we will hear, if people tell us that we got this wrong... If we hear enough where there's a, a good enough argument for things we didn't consider, then we will give them, you know, we will put them back in the bucket for a future season. Yeah. So there's no guarantee they'll get pulled, but we won't completely eliminate them from the process. Yeah. Um, Guys, so our next matchup, we have Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, the psychotic little kid, uh, versus the doctor. The doctor. Um, so let's go on in. I So you know when we've had a blowout before? I think... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's we'll give this a fair shake, but I'll try my th- best to argue in favor of Kevin McAllister, even though I hate the kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Why do you hate Kevin McAllister? Because let's hear, let's hear why you. Let's try and tear the characters down he a little bit. He is like maybe in okay. So I'm my. I recently watched Home Alone two, Lost in New York recently because uh-huh. it was Christmas season and you got to watch Christmas movies. And sure, stuff. of course. And I remember as a kid loving this movie. Yeah, and as an adult. Not so much. Okay. Um, he's written like as if I don't know, like Quentin Tarantino wrote him. He's he mm. he talks like an adult, and it's kind of weird. Oh no, I didn't consider that, and that's like one of my f- least favorite things. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge thing we didn't talk about last time. I didn't think about that at all. Like, yeah. if you ask me what my top three complaints in movies are, it's I think maybe number one might be when children talk like adults. And I th- in the first one, they don't do it. 
or they do it really well where they he does he, he is a very verbose character sometimes but he they balance it with yeah. he's alone a lot um yeah. whereas this movie in home alone 2 lost in new york they um you know he is constantly talking with strangers whether yeah. it's at the hotel right. or anything like that and he is just talking a mile a minute yeah, and absolutely. it's just a little bit off-putting so. yeah I also want to update my. Uh, no, it's not as if, as if Tarantino wrote him; it's if Aaron Sorkin wrote him. That's more of the, oh, yeah. the realm. The way he's oh, that's even for a kid. That's like that's that's even worse. Yeah, because yeah, like worse. every time you, you watch like the newsroom or something, it's like if if Kevin McAllister had like two days to prepare what he was going to say yeah. to his yeah. mom. That's yeah. what like the beginning of Home Alone Two sounds like. Well, <laughs> although I, maybe I would want to see a Home Alone where it's like Quentin Tarantino wrote him. <laughs> Then you'd finally really stop those wet bandits. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, you know, Kevin obviously is a special character because growing up in the early '90s, he was someone that was your age, but kind of, you looked up to because he was able to do big things. Yeah, he yeah, overcame, exactly. you know, some immense things like strangers and the scary shovel man, and yeah. he defeated the wet bandits. Yeah, yeah, and he lived in a cool Chicago house with. You know, he got basically everything he wanted, and, and yeah. you know, so he's got a lot of advantages. He, yeah, he does in the fight, but but he is going up against the doctor, who has a very complex background, super like over one thousand years old now. Um, well, and, it's like a billion years, I think, at this point. Is it how long do you stay with well, the River we Song? About, I don't remember. We how talked long about well, that's like twenty four years. Oh yeah, but we talked about how. Um, in it was like the f- season nine finale or something. The doctor gets trapped. Oh, that's right. That's right. The doctor gets trapped in this sort of like this loop. It's like a time. It's like locket. It is like time. The <laughs> time lord locket. And he basically, he basically, <laughs> every time he died, it reset. And he'd he punch w- this wall of diamond every Jeez. single time. And it took him a billion. He just slowly <laughs> wore away at this like crystalline wall and just yeah. died over so and over. He and is over. the most veteran character of all time. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. existed for all of Correct. eternity almost. Yeah. Correct. But um, they don't just like say those things. They actually make the doctor go through them. And they're always, they're always very hard. And also like Kevin McAllister is good at booby traps. The doctor has laid some insane plans. And that's traps all the doctor, doctor the is. The doctor has like the cheating screwdriver machine <laughs> that can yeah, allow him not... to basically undo anything Kevin McAllister sets. Well, like, sure. I don't know if it, it's. You know, I think Kevin yeah, McAllister has an advantage with the booby traps yeah. because they're not like electronic. Yeah. Uh, the doctor, he he can like do things like he can unlock locks and stuff, but yeah. like he can't stop a. You can't freeze like a paint bucket from Correct. dropping, you know, and like. But it could be like, uh, let me scan. Oh, it seems like there's some wiring right here. That's with true. The, oh, that's the, true. The paint bucket. So I'll just kind of not stand in this. I will area. say that the doctor would probably have an advantage. The doctor probably knows who Kevin McAllister is. Yeah. Like, oh no, the most the dangerous child in all the universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the doctor would be ready. Yeah, Kevin McAllister would turn out to actually be an alien. <laughs> yeah, he could be a little alien. Um, I don't know. It also seems like the doctor, judging by the structure of it, of their episodes, he usually will make a mistake early on in the episode or yeah. like make some sort of false calculation. So that gives Kevin the advantage right away. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say if it's they're going head to head, Kevin has set some traps. The doctor's probably going to fall for at least one of them. Correct. Right yeah, away. For Correct. sure. What will then happen is he will then adjust accordingly. Right. And figure it out. Now the question is, will Kevin adjust to the adjustment? I don't think and so. Create another trap. 
I also think that the doctor would be the type of person that would see the struggles that Kevin has and take this person in to go on adventures and teach them a little bit of discipline. (laughs) It's hard to see why they would ever go against each other either. Because the doctor wouldn't try to steal stuff from Kevin's house. Yeah. Um, Unless it's like... You know, the family has something that the doctor desires and the doctor needs it for oh. like to complete the universe oh. you know, or somehow. Um, and so they, it's not like they're enemies, yeah. but they're more of just obstacles in each other's way. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's say it, let's, let's say the scenario it's Christmas Eve. OK. Um, you know, fa- <laughs> Kevin's been left home alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, but another thing they left in the house is. Uh, the picture of Buzz's girlfriend is actually a key to the universe that the doctor needs. Wow. Oh, so, wow. Look at this. Um, yes. <laughs> it's like in Men in Black when yes. the... Okay. Do you write screenplays, man? Or do you... <laughs> <laughs> um, you just gave us a solid pitch right there. Yeah. So, then, so, so according to Kevin's eyes, there's someone trying to get into the house. And the doctor right. isn't at first just going to barge in. He's right. Gonna, she's knock gonna, on the door. He, she's going to knock, going to see what's going on. Um, so basically, we set up a, a finale here in which... They're going to go after each other. Um, I, you know, obviously the doctor has all the advantages in the world. Uh, are we talking about, what about companions here? Um, can can ca- companions be called upon on either side? On either side. Yes. I w- the doctors existed without companions. Yeah. And, and been able to handle themselves. I think the doctor's no most problem. dangerous without companions. Yeah, that's yeah. actually true. When the doctor doesn't have anyone there to check, to check the doctor, yeah. it... Uh, has often turned out very badly for whoever the doctor has gotten against. Yeah. Okay. The companions. I'm thinking Kevin can call upon the shoveler or the pigeon lady to help (laughs) out (laughs) in case, you know, in that sort of that last moment. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The doctor without companions would actually be way worse for Kevin. I think so too. Way worse. It'd be like taking the safety off of a gun. I, I, it really would be. It really, really would be. And he'd be. They'd be. The doctor would be nice at first. They're trying to get this. This. You know. Yeah. It'd be nice, but like I don't think Kevin would stand a chance against the doctor. I don't think so. Ke- like, the doctor's been through so many much more elaborate traps. Like has been through. It withstood so many crazy obstacles. I know. You know, I just don't think it's even like a competition. Also, like the sonic paper. The doctor would just pretend to be the police. Oh, yeah. The psychic exactly. Paper. Just That's like true. the wet bandits. Just use the psychic it's, paper. You know, they <laughs> impersonated the police. Joe yeah, Pesci okay. did in the beginning of the movie. Okay, that's fair. Just saying. That's fair. Um, you know, so Kevin's not going to fall for that shit. That's oh, sorry. Fair. Fall for that stuff. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's not going to fall for that, which, I mean, it's just like, let's say, let's say, Kevin drops a brick on the doctor's head. The yeah. doctor dies. The doctor regenerates. Yeah. yeah. Like, no prob. Also, the doctor regenerates. That is very dangerous for Kevin to be That's around. That's like a nuclear bomb. But, yeah. So in the world of Home Alone, though, you know, the wet bandits, a lot happens to them. They yes. get bricks falling. Yes. They get burned. They yeah. get electrocuted. They still survive. So I guess the question is, it's more of like Kevin pummels you into submission as opposed to outright killing you. You know what, though? That's not even true, though, because Kevin eventually always gets driven out of the house. He actually has never won on his own. He's always actually needed the companion, the companion yeah. to win. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. And Holy crap, if the dude. doctor just needs to get something out of the house and Kevin leaves the house, like, game over. Like, Kevin has never shown that he's actually been able to protect the place that he is, like, we fortifying. We missed this in our last fight. Yeah. this is a, That's a huge... Yeah. Huge dog. Like, going solo, Kevin has always had to abandon the place. Yeah, because the, well, the, the whole point is, like, he, at first, yes, it is defending the home. But right. then when the wet bandits decide, like, you know, we don't need the home anymore. Let's just 
murder this child right um you know then it's like okay i just need to escape and which is like also really dark in the second one where they're like we're gonna shoot this kid (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i can't wait to shoot this kid (laughs) but but that's but that's the thing is the doctor wouldn't lose then because the doctor does not care about kevin McAllister. kevin McAllister leaves the house the doctor's not gonna chase after kevin kevin the doctor's just gonna get whatever it needs and they're gonna leave yeah but the doctor would win in that scenario yeah and yes, yeah, so they they would accomplish their goal, but then Kevin would also survive for another fight someday. But know. also, the doctor has fine. like the a doctor plus, doesn't want to kill the this doctor child. has like a plus twenty in charisma yeah. and just can just talk. Yeah. Could literally convince Kevin to give. I don't think Kevin would be that dumb. Yeah. to be like if the universe needed something. But would you enjoy the doctor if he was filmed in that low angle like Dutch way that Kevin looks at adults in the movie? <laughs> like it's kind of super scary. So the doctor would come off very villainous and very evil. I mean evil. it depends. With the current doctor, I don't see you making Jodie Whittaker seem very scary. Yeah. Yeah, but Peter Capaldi. Oh yeah, he's he's <laughs> monstrous looking. Oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, there's no because also, Kevin McAllister living another day, that's a win for the Doctor. The Doctor does not want to kill any life, even if they are a threat to the Doctor themselves. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking about a fictional fight between two fictional characters. Right. So we have to make them who would actually win. If Let's say Kevin couldn't get who, out of the house. Well, okay. If who would actually win is the Doctor would spawn the TARDIS on top of Kevin's body and he would be gone. Yeah, I mean, like, as, <laughs> I, I, lo- I, guess I love how as, as crafty as Kevin is, like... Like the doctor is Kevin times like a million. Like yeah. the doctor is crafty as heck. Correct. Like uses is like can MacGyver out of right. anything. You know, like it's it's. I just I just feel like it doesn't stand a chance. Right. I really don't. The I doctor don't. has taken on literal time wars. Yeah. He's he he he. Well, spoiler. Some say the web bandits did that too. So. But here's the difference, though. <laughs> the doctor could just get in the TARDIS, go back in time. It'd be Kevin. Like, whatever traps the doctor fell for, the doctor just get in the TARDIS, go back to before the thing happens, and then... Yeah, I don't like this character. He ch- cheats all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. Like the that's, doctor. That's what's amazing about the doctor. I know. The doctor never quits. Yeah. I don't know, man. And in terms of characters, I, the doctor's just so, so much more interesting. Like, yes. the doctor yeah, wasn't yeah. of, like, a high status or anything like that. I would like, obviously... Notorious. Notoriously known, yeah. but... Yeah, I would obviously way more would love to hang out with the doctor versus Kevin McAllister. Yeah, like, that's I would not want to spend any time with yeah. Kevin. This bratty yeah, little kid, thing. you yeah. know, like, who's... I don't know. Who's just going to repeat what I say on his little stupid device and then play it back at me at right. a slower speed, you know, and just... And the doctor would teach me stuff and, like, show me around. And, like, still, like, oh, here are the Aztecs and look how they did things and, oh, look, let's go to the... Did you know the end of the universe is the thing? Right. Let's go to the edge of the universe. I will say, though... Actually, now that I think about it, there's one more companion that Kevin can call upon. Who? And that is the gangster from the, the movie that he watches. It's like the angels don't cry. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna, he's going to be like to the doctor. He's like, I'm going to give you, you, you rotten, stinking, no but. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. But if the doctor called upon their companions, then, then it's he's even, even stronger. Yeah. It makes him like it, it's in a different way. It makes him like less dangerous, maybe, but less dangerous, but definitely way can overcome it. Yeah. You know, like for I sure. Know. I just, I just feel bad, especially some of the alien companions. I gotta like Kevin say, would probably just run. Yeah, if the alien companion showed up. Look, I think Kevin McAllister put up a, would put up a good fight, but I just think the uh, as a character, the Doctor is just so much better. Yeah, it's just so much such a better character. Pink Cam doesn't have anything on a TARDIS. Yeah, you think, uh, um, the new season of Doctor Who that there's that episode where they go to the Norwegian woods, you know, in the whole yeah. alternate universe. Yeah, you think of that blind girl? If you replace that blind girl with uh, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> And like at first she kind of is defending the home. Yeah, that's kind of like a Home Alone situation. Yeah. I think 
there would be a like Graham would get like a foot in a bear trap and yep. Ryan would get something. And, like, there yep. would be a little bit more of a struggle for to sure. get into that house. I for think. sure. So, but the doctor still makes sure. it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it that would still make it through between uh, the normal and a living universe. <laughs> And then saves everyone from the living universe and then collapses the in-between world and returns to, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's like Kevin McAllister doesn't stand Obviously, I think it's a blowout in the sense I think the Doctor will win. I think a few of the Doctor's companions will have some broken bones. Though. Well, that's, oh, I that is so. par for the course for the Doctor's <laughs> companions. <laughs> they never, we, that was actually in our, when we talked about it, it was like the Doctor's companions are always like, they always end up in like a worse situation yeah. than when they met him, you know? And that's always been a struggle for the doctor because the doctor doesn't like to bring people along often. So is that a negative that. for the doctor that, he, uh, no, because the consumes? doctor's journey is a dangerous and lonely one and makes sure always that the companions are aware of that danger and journey and usually tries to sort of sure. keep them away and, and makes, lets them make the decision. Um, yeah. But for a lot of people, it's like, well, like the opportunity to see the universe is worth the danger that comes with it because the experiences I'll have in this lifetime are so much greater than anything I'll have. Yeah. I yeah. struggle that too. When a stranger life. comes along is like, I'm Robin Banks from coast to coast. Do you want to come yeah. live with me? You know, like, ah, the live the life. Mine. The choice is mine. It can be so fun. <laughs> yeah, It's like, man, I can really live. <laughs> you know? I, if the doctor showed up, I'd go along with the doctor. I'd go along with the doctor. I would absolutely do it. And then, you know, it yes. was, Likely have a much shorter lifespan, but I would do things no other humans really would Life ever do. Life isn't about the length of which you lived, but the amount of which you lived. Yeah, and you yeah. might get a kiss at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Doctor. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Depends I don't know. on which doctor. I think we, <laughs> are Peter we, Peter is the table in agreement that the, <laughs> yeah, that, the doctor's been the doctor's Yeah, been I tried my best to You did a prop, great job. We, I thought Kevin we did here. a pretty good yeah. job. No, no, you did. You did a great job. Yeah, that was really, really good. So sorry, Kevin. It looks like you're going to be home alone yet again. We're going to move on to our final round. We have Avatar Korra versus the Doctor. This is tough. This is really hard. Let's um Okay. So this is this is really hard. Uh, this is gonna upset somebody. This <laughs> Oh man. So the so I, here's the thing about the Doctor is and a lot of people I think we're gonna have people upset about the two avatars being separate characters. But again, oh, there's but they're, such they're, a they're schism. But they're different. Like, yeah. The doctor is this, like, it's the while they have person. little quirks that are different, it's still the doctor. Correct. From, you know, it's, it's the, the doctor. It's different regeneration. Right. Yeah. There's, and there's a schism that exists for Korra to Avatar that is not. It is hard for me to see any scenario in which I would pick Korra doing anything with over the doctor simply because the multitude of personalities that are available for me to select of the different doctors lifetimes it's like oh who would you rather go do x with it's like well depending on which doctor you're talking about it's probably going to be the doctor yeah. like cora's so awesome and i'd love to like hang out and do so many things with cora but there's probably a better version of the doctor versus cora in almost any scenario i can conceive well uh here's here's the thing though Cora is very honest with her emotions and is like would actually talk to you about how they're she's feeling and would be and like I like, mean by the, the end of the is, series early on she she was like cold to everyone she like was not honest with herself or anyone else like the whole like her first relationship and like dating yeah. was like this such a foreign world to her and she like would not open up to anyone right but but she does, and that's that's like still the, the doctor is over a thousand, you know, built super old. Yeah. 
right? And still, and still to this day, the doctor, you always, when you hear the doctor, you just got to know the doctor lies and the doctor like doesn't, isn't honest uh, and, and holds a lot of things in. The doctor lies, dude. That is literally like what they say mm. all the time. Yeah. No, I, I, the doctor does change like their morality sometimes depending on the situation. Yes. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know? So. Uh, and Cora, I just feel it would be straight up. You would know what's going on. Like, look at Matt Smith, for example, as the doctor. And uh, why is this guy so happy? Like, there's definitely something like he's like the most angry doctor, but he doesn't yeah. open up to anybody and puts up this fake facade that he's okay when he's actually bearing the weight that he destroyed his whole race. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and he's but, just bearing it and not like telling anyone about it. But like, in a lot of ways, like, that's the doctor dealing with things in a way that Cora doesn't but also Cora then as much as the doctor is able to like put on a facade and like just move forward and like just try to enjoy life other than these things even though they're actually unhappy it's like Cora lets her emotions defeat her so often like she couldn't even connect to the spirit realm it was part of why she lost her abilities and without like her companion similar to the doctor she would never have succeeded in her journey she would have been defeated and lost so many times like she allows her emotions to betray her because she gives in to them. Whereas the doctor won't admit to their emotions, but they won't give in to them. And it's to their own detriment more than it is to anyone else's. Like they're they're hurt, they're harming themselves, but for the greater good. Like they're not being true to themselves all the time. But Cora is so true to herself that she often like puts herself down and holds herself back. Whereas the doctor's like, Well, the universe is more important than I am. And Cora's like, Well, I can't figure this out, so we're all gonna die. Also, the doctor's approach is from a sense of control. Like she wants to maintain the rules of the universe as is. And so when people try to break those, you know, rules, she's there to try to enforce it and keep it in place. Which, if you think about that, that's also kind of a, a fascist kind of way. You're like trying well, to control the I universe. Mean, yeah, that, he, dude, the doctor does have a big control issue. Yeah. Big, big control issue. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird because this is then where you get into the flexibility of the doctor, right? Because so many times the doctor has known, has said like, there are certain things that cannot be changed. Like, we can try and save a person here. We can try and save... I mean, the whole thing with Peter Capaldi, Peter Capaldi's character, um, he would actually is an actor that appeared once in a prior episode before he was the Doctor. And yeah, that episode was, was Pompeii. It was a very big deal Pirates because they weren't supposed to survive. Yeah. And he made the decision to change that part of time. They should have actually died. The Doctor makes their own rules the doctor right. literally like most of yeah it. this person's like no but that's, these are but the rules but, but also i'm gonna make but they're exceptions but they're exceptions because there have been so many times where the doctor has allowed bad things to happen and hasn't changed them and like when they've made those changes it's a big part of the story but there have been so many other or times where the doctor's like, like the like the aztecs for example which is uh the first doctor uh, right william hartwell uh you know like they they barbara uh uh or sorry uh uh, Susan? Wait, which one? I get the, the teacher. Anyways, yeah, Barbara. Barbara's the teacher, uh, the friend. Um, she sees, like, how barbaric they're acting and, like, well, you have to change them. Like, they don't have to be like this and, like, they have, but they have to let it happen. Right. You know, like, like it's... Yeah. I, I get it. I get that. But, uh, but like, that that wasn't... But, like, when... The, but the, is it fair that the doctor can just, like, make their own... They get to choose what stays and what doesn't? It's, like, it's kind of self... But the doctor's kind of self. But isn't that so similar to Cora? Like, Cora's whole thing is she is supposed to maintain balance. She can't really balance. control those things. No, but her thing is she's supposed to maintain balance in the world. Like, she's supposed to be yeah. this one person that's supposed to say, like, hey, Earth Nation, I know you're pissed off that we, like, took a ton of your land and you're trying to regain it and, like, 
not feel like you're you've been tossed to the side after you were subjugated for a hundred years by the fire nation uh guess what like i'm gonna knock you back it's like she intervenes with the yeah, entire history of she her has planet. a limited skill set in the sense that she doesn't have the power of time to utilize no the, but the she doctors. has the spirit realm and she also opens up the spirit realm to everyone she made a decision everyone had liked the status quo she made a decision that said you know what you're all going to now have to live with these spirit demons that by the way are also going to attack you all like we're all going to be in mortal danger because of a decision i'm making are we making this argument from the sense of who's the like more who has better moral character or who has well, better I'm just powers saying, like <laughs> i feel like you could you could no but i'm just saying you could argue she has the same fascist problems of and control issues that the doctor has yeah. because she didn't listen to what people were telling her about when the problems with the spirit realm rose up uh, like every 10,000 years with Rava and she caused a dark avatar to be created and she also almost subjugated the entire world to his rule. Mm. So they're very similar. They're very this. similar. So I know we both like we, we all agreed that we like to hang out with them. I kind of don't want to hang out with them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now we say this. <laughs> I, but I feel like... But that's the whole doctor's whole thing. It's like... And that's why I said, like, in any scenario, I would actually always pick the doctor because the, the great thing about the doctor is you go on an adventure. The doctor opens up this entire reality to you that doesn't exist otherwise. But, we, Cora, but as like, we... Uh, yeah, I get, I get that. But don't you... We talked about this last time, too, with the doctor. If you went to go see the universe, a lot of his companions are end up worse off. Is it because they see everything and now they had to come back to this normal life and nothing is ever going to be the same as, like, what they saw? Like, they're they're kind of desensitized to everything that's on this planet now. You know, while we hang out with Korra, it's like, it's like oh, we're still... I'm still accustomed to my life here. Like <laughs> Just because you feel like you need to chase the dragon doesn't mean that it's the doctor's fault. <laughs> is that a wow. heroin is reference? What was that? Like, it's true. <laughs> Like, that's true. Just because you, like, you can't blame someone for giving you an unbelievable experience. That yeah. is, that is, like, your choice. And if you choose to look at the rest of your life like it's meaningless because it wasn't as great as that one moment that your life was, mm. then that's on you. That's not the doctor's fault. You can't blame the doctor for your own unhappiness and yeah. your own inability to find contention in normal everyday life. Okay. Because, because being content with the Avatar's companion, like... You know why the Avatar ever has companions? Because things are going wrong. Like, when has the Avatar just, like, been well, hanging out? I mean, Rarely. I mean, no. Like, Korra, if we're talking about Korra, she hangs out all the time. Like, you know, the whole first season, she's just playing pro-bending with her friends. Like, she's, you know, she's like... She, she she is doing that, but she's partially only doing it and being in that city because the city needs her there because everything... So, like, she's trying to find a way to, like, lead a normal life. Yeah. But she's... It's been shown time and time again through her journey. Like, the, the Avatar doesn't get to have a normal life. That's what being the Avatar means. So in a straight-up fight, you know... That's one, that's so hard. I think yeah. Korra would probably win. I think Korra fight. would tear the Doctor apart. Because hers is more like a physical-based attack. Yeah. And, where and, the Doctor's all about problem-solving. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what the regeneration rule is anymore because they broke it, but, you know... Oh, the technically, Doctor, I think the supposed Doctor's, to be, like, set now. That's well. It was supposed to be. This is technically fourteen. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's supposed yeah. to end after twelve. Yeah. Uh, was the last regeneration, but this is now the fourteenth regeneration. So I don't know what rules apply. Uh, but you know, it's it's. I don't. I think Korra every time would just like tear the Doctor because like the Korra's connected to all the, the elements world. and right. the, like the spirit world. Like right. the Doctor, as you know, c cunning and smart and quick as you know she is. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't think she could keep up with. Unless, of course, the doctor just sent Korra to like another part of space time. Yeah, I think like if they're caught blindsided, if they're like, now we have to fight. With Korra would win with prep time. The doctor could probably yeah. trick yeah, Korra. Yeah, she into, could you know jimmy up some like yeah. you know device that in a would... cage match the doctor would lose. But, but, but she can she can reconfigure that cage. But the doctor is also <laughs> one of his uh, the doctor's greatest weapons is uh, their words. Right. Yeah. So, and and with yeah. with Cora's uh, emotions kind of like all over the place, like very. Yeah. She could really get it. In. She he can like get yeah in her head and like yeah. you know, that's a tough dude. This is a really it's hard. Tough. We're getting like fired up right now. I this is a really hard one. Because I, cause I honestly think, like, the doctor, like, the doc, like the, the the doctor's words are so powerful, you know, yeah. and Cora would listen. Cora would for sure listen. Going off of the rules we set up in the Kevin McAllister fight, though, the doctor usually will make the first mistake. Yes. So, so Cora will have an advantage. Then it's really up to, depends on what the environment is like, how the doctor can try to get out of it, and if she can't, or he, she can't. Uh, then yeah, the edge goes to Cora. So. Yeah, Cora would likely win. The only concern, of course, is the regeneration. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to beat someone who can keep coming back. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's like you might win the first match. So is that even, so? Is that the first a, a question mark as far as the regeneration? Are we saying it's? I still think. I mean, I think every time the Doctor regenerates, the Cora would still just be like, you know. Like, well, unless he gets blasted by regeneration power. But I think she'd be protected by like, like the Avatar state. I think. I don't know. I have no idea how that energy works. We don't know. <laughs> it's like we know we know about her spiritual energy and her as far as like elemental energy, but we don't know about time energy. Oh boy. Time energy is a yeah, very different beast. Yeah. And uh let's not forget the TARDIS which is able to appear for the doctor wherever the doctor actually yeah. needs it to. Okay, yeah. So on, on a contained straight up fight, Cora has the edge. But the doctor has had the ability and has been successful at being able to send her foes, their foes, basically across space and time. Right. Yeah. Which makes me think that's probably where this is going to end up. And Korra might be sent to the beginning of the universe on yeah. some desolate planet, or the end of the but universe. If what, what if the but two? are we are we talking? Because like the the TARDIS is technically its own character, and we're just doing the Doctor by itself. But it's a companion of the Doctor. Like the Doctor is able to call upon the TARDIS. Yeah, just you like know, Cora has her animal. It's like friends. it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard to consider the Doctor without the TARDIS. The TARDIS. Yeah, right. It's it's a tool in the Doctor's belt, even if it's a sentient tool. Yeah. So the Doctor has the broader sense of the universe world to play with, whereas yeah. Cora has a spirit world, which is like an alternative universe right. to play yeah. with or to work with. So I don't know. That's like which one would you rather have: a spirit world or the greater universe? Exactly. And here's here's my thing with the doctor. Again, we're going back to uh, forget just also like hanging out or which which one would I want to be my lawyer? Obviously, the doctor. Again, no one yeah, delivers a better speech I mean, than the doctor. The, the doctor yeah. has the best speeches in probably any but, anything. Like the, yeah, he, whereas Cora would be more like a Michael Cohen character and just yeah, kind of yeah. like threaten you and just like yeah. yeah. Cora, Cora, so that's and that's where Cora. I was actually headed. Is Cora's very uh, strength based? Yeah. But outside of that, her her advantages have never really been her mental state. Like, not to say she's dumb, but that's never been... She relies on 
the abilities of those around her, which is great because it made the cast of her series so much better. It was like, oh, well, we have this person who's really smart with politics and this person who's got much better yeah. interpersonal relationships and she uses them to their advantage and they all work together so that okay. they're able to come to a great solution. The doctor is like, the doctor's whole thing is about learning and broadening your mind and like the doctor trying literally to find is about, common ground even with your enemies. And, yeah, and, and the little doctor is literally educational. Yeah. Right. The doctor started off and like is kind of back to it now. Uh, a little bit of like educational television almost. The doctor like, asks you to question your reality in your world and to be and challenge, better. The doctor and to, challenges and you. Yeah. And yeah. The, like you want a friend who challenges you, I think. Yeah. Man. Who would you rather officiate your wedding? The doctor. doctor. Okay. The, who would you doctor rather you... have on your dodgeball team? Cora. Cor- yeah, Cora. That actually is maybe one of the few things I'd rather pick Cora. <laughs> who would you rather go to Disneyland with? The doctor. Yeah, because then you can use the paper, papers to get point. in like lines. Yeah. Like, hey, look, and we're, we're handicapped. Oh, never line. mind. Yeah, the doctor. Yes, the doctor. We can yes. go to the exits. Yes. And like the doctor would be so fascinated and so fun. Oh, like, that's true. I yeah. guess like There's I thought Cora like, first because you know. she's young, but like Cora also would probably be bored by roller coasters. Who like, would you rather go on all night drinking binge with? Cora. I think Cora would be fun. She's kind of like a barbarian. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to see the doctor drunk. Okay. Might be yeah, like, I'd probably, I'd think Cora on Maybe one. a little depressed. Trying to think of the other categories I want to. We're trying to compare. With. It's like this. Almost feels like this is like the championship match. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's the doctor is just it's it's uh, the doc. They are one of the most complex and original characters, right? Like Cora is sixty years on the doctor. Cora too, is just you know? another avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you rather when, see five minutes of uh, open mic stand up? with or oh the front, doctor the doctor okay the doctor absolutely uh, so man. a better hangout would be the doctor overall yeah we're just like yeah also at I, the end at the end of the day like if the doctor and core were there and core was like come with me on my journey to the spirit realm or come with me on my tardis and see the universe you pick the doctor i'm picking the doctor yeah I that's would do, a do good that question i would also pick the doctor because i really wouldn't want to live in the world of avatar the last airbender <laughs> correct yeah yeah <laughs> kind of a weird world that is weirdly repressive oh my and God. bleak <laughs> this this is really hard because I like I first off I love both series I love both characters, uh, and I was actually really rooting for Cora, but I'm feeling like we gotta give it to the Doctor, man. Yeah, Cora is. I actually like not only the show better and but right. also the character. I like the better, character so much uh, as um, far as the two avatars. And then like, I was even thinking like culturally, Doctor Who has uh-huh. had a bigger impact. Uh, oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. I mean, Cora didn't even make it to the end of the show. Yeah, kind of just yeah. buried yeah, it. They put it on <laughs> online only. Um, ah, wow. I think are we at a decision? I think it's the doctor. I think I think the doctor's like a solid. I, I really think the doctor might be the ultimate. I also character. agree. <laughs> I, I think Cora. Yeah, because really good fight. It's unfair, but it's. it's but that's kinda... but that's the point of the show. It's like we're really trying to find the ultimate character. So like eventually we're gonna start to have. These like characters that are almost godlike, right? Which a lot of times people find kind of like a little boring because they always win. But the doctor actually loses a lot and, and makes a lot of mistakes. And the doctor is a very interesting character. It's not just like a uh, you know a perfect person. The doctor is very very flawed. Yeah, I mean, and obviously certain characters are going to have bigger, more influence in certain gen- right. like sections. Yeah. Right. Like, some are going to be obviously more powerful from a strength or energy perspective and then others are gonna be more culturally powerful right yeah so it's kind of and it's so tough, the doctor man. has that the the key balance of being very culturally relevant and also being very powerful yeah cora is really cool maybe cooler than the doctor and cora is would definitely beat up the doctor but 
in every other facet, I think the doctor is a more original, creative, and better character. Yeah, I agree. Well, there we're calling it. Our division two oh, no. champion <laughs> is the doctor. Oh my God. That was insane. I was sorry. I was playing with this pencil the whole <laughs> dang time. I was so nervous about this one. Um, but I think we had a really good discussion. Um, yeah, this you know, is our longest, not, this that was our, our longest, longest episode. episode. And that we, yeah. it had to be. Had we to had be. heavy, heavy hitters on this. Um, and I think we made a good call. I love Cora. I really wanted her to. Yeah. I think if Cora went up against Sailor Moon, I think Cora would have taken it. Um, I think if Cora went up almost yeah, anyone else. Cora's a really strong character. Yeah. You know, it's, I, when you pit against these two very big characters sometimes yeah. early on, yeah, they're, they're real tight. Only one can, you know, walk away. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So our Division Two champ is the Doctor, and the Doctor will be going up in our finals finals and the semifinals against Sailor Moon. Uh, we have two more divisions to get through. Thank you all so much. <laughs> This is I'm like exhausted. This, <laughs> this one was this one was intense. Uh, John, thank you for coming on and giving your input. This is yeah, we could not have done this fun. without you. You gave really excellent input on this, and we needed to hear it. So thank you so much. Um, we, as part of our new tradition, um, because you are our guest, we would like you to add a character to the yeah, bucket. But you can, first, let's have him pull the new character. Oh, that's right. Because so we got to start our new division. You can pull two, or each going to pull one. Okay, so I get to pull two. Yeah. yeah. I hope he pulls J's. Yeah. <laughs> like the one that was just added. Just because I want to know what it is. Me too. But now it's lost in there, so that's never going to happen. All right, here we go. I got to tell you, listening to the show, this is like my favorite thing now. It's like almost like ASMR. Like I hear like the bucket in the background. <laughs> this did you pull one? I did. Okay, I'll pull one. All right. I know I'll pull green. I'll pull green. Our first matchup is... Well, let's have let's John. Have John do you, you read yeah. one... We'll okay. do you two and then me. So two. you read you read one and I'll read and then okay. the next one. So our up. first character uh is Sasuke from Naruto. Oh, oh sick. Oh my gosh. And uh Sasuke's gonna be going up against Simba from The Lion King as our first matchup. <laughs> is it uh, Sasuke? Is it Sasuke, right? Yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, Sasuke. Sasuke, okay. Sweet, sweet. I was like, I don't know Suzuki. Yeah, Sasuke makes sense. D three is about to start the car brand, Suzuki. Yeah. D three is about to start real hard with with some of these characters. Who you got? Alright, so the next matchup. It's La La Land. Oh, sorry. Let's see. Um Little Caesar from the Pizza Pizza. So, little Caesar. Oh, no. Okay, Little Caesar. Oh no! Pizza, pizza. Awesome. Going up go against Little Caesar has to go up against Thor. <laughs> there we go. We have Thor in the first oh. round of Division Three. Dang, that's insane. We got a crazy matchup next time, guys. And then you're gonna add one. Yeah. Right? Uh, you can either let us know, or you can write your name and keep it secret. Hmm. I think I'm gonna let you guys know. Okay. So okay. Cool. He's a, a mix of powerful. Uh huh. Uh, otherworldly, godly, like, uh, but he also has. Um, he's very localized too. At the same time, okay, he's very scary. Where's this going? He eats children. He eats children. He eats the boogie yes. or uh, Candyman. It is Pennywise, the dancing clown. Pennywise. Oh, that's a solid. That's, for that's sure very not good. in there that's, either. That is a solid, good. solid choice. That's very good. Yep. I like that because he is evil energy incarnate. That's good. So, that's a great, great choice. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. 
Uh, once again, if you're enjoying this, uh, please rate us and leave a review on iTunes. It helps us uh, get discovered. Yeah, please uh, write a review. Yeah. Please write a review. Share. Yeah, share. You can tweet at us at UFC Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Those of you who have tweeted at us, thank you so much. We love hearing from you and we love engaging with you. So uh, please let us know if you think we got this wrong. You know what? And if you if you share share the show on Twitter, share our, our show with like the link to iTunes. Uh, or on like a forum or on Reddit because that would also be super helpful. Yeah. If you do that, send us a DM with it with a screen grab, and uh, we'll let you enter a character. Oh, I into love that. The bucket. Yeah, definitely. We'll do that. Okay, well, only one because just yeah, we can only we can only have so many in there. But yeah. there's a one time thing. Share it. Send us a, a screen cap, and then you can tell us who you want us to put in the bucket. Yeah, I like okay? that. I like that a lot. Wow, John, John tell them where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at Johnny, the letter B, good in LA. Uh, also, <laughs> you can go to my website, johnmurphywrites.com. Also, check out No Malone on Netflix, a movie I worked on. But, nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Cool. You guys, I'm Matt Acevedo. You can find me at the Matt Acevedo anywhere, all over. So, come say hi. Uh, and I'm Christian underscore Humes. You can find me uh, everywhere on the internet at that, as well as at Zeitheist or at UFC Pod. John and I do a couple shows like Watch World, Zeitheist Podcast, so you can check those out. And until next time, everybody, stay stay on on the hunt. hunt.